This is Geek Therapy, and this week we continue to talk about the library, which should be almost at pre-alpha. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's where we are now. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. Okay, I do, I do keep saying uh, it's almost. Uh, I said almost <laughs> alpha, but now I'm saying pre-alpha. All right, so um, I'm also Cardona. You are Laura Taylor. Okay. Um, so, so let me tell you what I mean by that it's almost, uh, well, I feel like it's almost pre-alpha, okay? Um, one of the things that I've always thought is that something like this needs to, or it would be good if it existed like, like a wiki, you know, that it was just open to anybody, not just to use, but to contribute to. Um, I've always felt that way, especially because like I've had so many conversations with so many people, so many great insights, and I can't remember them all. You know, I wish people would write them down for me. <laughs> uh, not so easy. But um, so so I made a few changes to the tool, and actually, I've already so there is a live version of the library up. It's just a, a disaster. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I think I've settled on on the platform. And I won't go into it now because, uh, I don't know. Once it's a little better, we can we can go into it. Once it isn't a disaster? Yeah. Well, right now it's kind of like an... A step up from a disaster, <laughs> maybe. So, so really it's not a disaster. It's kind of like an open canvas uh, or a blank canvas. And the reason why I want to make sure that we have... You know, that we have these conversations is that so that we can create examples and we can create a a format to get started. And then even if that evolves over time, I I don't want to start adding things to it and then having to go back and change those entries um, just so that the format kind of fits. Right. Yeah. So I'll tell you I'll tell you what's on there so far. <laughs> So um, let me see. Let me see my notes. Okay. So right now there's a content um, section. There's mm-hmm. a character section. And then I added something that I didn't, I didn't talk to you about, but I, I, I'm, I'm hoping you'll say it's okay. A resource no. section. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so a resource section. So what I, what I picture being there is, um, you know, are, are kind of books like – Lawrence Rubin's um, using superheroes and okay. counseling and play therapy. More like, like reference books or like, yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I yep. suppose that's okay. Yeah. Because I think <laughs> I think it all kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if we want it to be a, like a one-stop shop for for this type of thing, um, I think that's okay. So is that okay with you? Yeah, that's okay with me. Okay. That's okay. I guess. Is it just okay? <laughs> do you think it's a, no, do you think it's a good it's idea? A good idea. It is a good idea. I mean, okay. um at my work we've been trying to fig- we we have like Pinterest boards and stuff for interventions and and things you can do with kids. Um but there are things that some of my workers, my staff have created that are kind of cool. Mm. Um okay. that I have been trying to figure out a place to put. Um, oh, like what kind of thing? Um, one, uh, behavior specialist created a create your own superhero, like workbook. Uh, so oh. it's like, um, you draw the picture of the superhero, you can do a logo, you decide what they're gonna wear, what their power is, what their weakness is. And it's kind of a, like a, I mean, a lot of them use it as a way to, build rapport with the client and like get to know what they like, what they don't like. Um, but then they can use multiple sessions working with this kid, like tweaking things. And like, there's a section for like, who's the arch nemesis and, um, what's their power? What's their real life identity? What's, what's your superhero's secret identity? Like it's, it's so cool. So um, is, and, is is this something that they want to share with other people? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that, that's perfect. I I didn't even I didn't even think of um of tools that 
that you know people had made individually. Yep. Um, on her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, now I'm more excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's a type of thing where um, like it doesn't have to be hosted there, but you could have an explanation and then a link to yeah. you know to download it or or mm-hmm. if that person has a website. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, we're not gonna want people ripping copyrighted work or whatever but if it's something someone wants to share that they've done yeah 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 same thing with uh like Lawrence Rubin's book I would I would put a link to to the book and information yeah Yeah. I'm not gonna post the book (laughs) what Um, yeah I don't know I'll I'll ask Larry (laughs) (laughs) um I think that was episode 15 where I interviewed him uh awesome guy and His book is on one of my Amazon wish lists. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's still so expensive. All his books are really expensive because they're, they're textbooks, really. Textbooks really are. Well, clinical books yeah. are expensive. So so I have a, a, like a weird question that just came to my mind because um, I, I think about uh, Travis Langley's Batman and Psychology, mm-hmm. and I think that that book is a great educational tool. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would want to put it there as a resource, but I think, cause I think it's great for learning about psychology, not necessarily, I maybe guess. Maybe if we put it in as a, like a content entry, but have, cause we have not too many genres. So if we put like a, I don't know, it's a nonfiction book. It is, but, yeah. But like, in the insights, like mention that it's a good educational tool or something like that. Hmm. So, Maybe. do you think that something like then the Walking Dead psychology, which wasn't written by Travis but was edited by him, because I I think those books are are different because they're more of a series of essays, which actually Lawrence Rubin's uh, book is is actually like that, even though I mention him. Mm-hmm. Each uh, most of the chapters are written by other people, and it's kind of set up the same way as as The Walking Dead psychology is. Mm. And I don't, I don't know. Like I find, but I think I, I, I find our chapter, the the chapter that we wrote in that book, I believe, like, it I believe it's helpful. To, yeah, yeah. You know? it, it's and, about how the viewer or the reader or even the player. Um, Relates to the characters rather than just an analysis of characters. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's also um, it's a it's it's representing minorities in a positive light, and and then right that's where where we go into like how that can be more relatable. So, but that's what I think our chapter is special in that way, where unlike some of the others are just showing some sort of psychology theory. And trying to apply it to, to the characters, and that's good for teaching different yeah. psychological concepts yeah. to people that might not necessarily understand them. Yeah, um, which I guess is, is what that psychology does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, and there's lots of books written by psychologists and and other people that that might be, you know, interesting uh, resources. But your example is uh, of of your coworker who has a tool that has worked for him and he wants to kind of share it with other people, I think I think that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So right now that's what it's looking like and and I guess I want to <clears throat> I want to then talk more about how how to format the pages. Right? That's really that's really it. Like to come up with a template. So you know there's a whole bunch of uh, you know, there's the experiences, and then there's the the issues or the topics that are being discussed. Those are those are two sections, and yeah. then I guess the summary. And I don't know if this is going to be possible, but my my dream, <laughs> my dream, dream version of this, yeah, is that people could add um, their, their own personal anecdotes related mm-hmm. to a, a story. So maybe if under character I added Lara Croft mm-hmm. and under that I put a story um, 
from there's a there's a girl her name she goes by your Victoria cosplay online she's a cosplayer and she has this amazing story about how playing as Tomb Raider uh, you know playing the Tomb Raider games when she was little after a car accident that left her in a wheelchair motivated her to um, work through rehab and walk again and right. that's like a really personal story and is a type of thing that I I would love to see more of like instead of a comment but be part of the actual entry right and there could be multiple anecdotes you know but and, and that could be the kind of thing that people would add not just information but actual you know personal reflection personal or story. personal story yeah yeah that so sounds we'll like see. a good idea i like that's like that's like my dream version of it <laughs> um okay but that's that's kind of where we're at on on the actual library. So it's actually alive out there. I Googled it to see if it would show up on a Google search and it didn't. So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm don't glad. go Googling it. Listeners. Yeah. Well, it wasn't in the top. Can't find it yet. Yeah. It wasn't like in the top 30 hits. Um, so most people won't go that far looking for it. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my, it's really, it's a stupid fear that someone would go in and start messing around. Um, Okay, so then the other changes I made are to our tool, the one that we're using right now. Right. I don't know if you saw. I did. I made the changes from last of week. Of course not. I haven't made any entries because I'm a busy. slacker. I know, <laughs> and I'm busy. <laughs> but I have things. I have things on my mind to put in there. Well, we always do. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I, I added the. So when you go in, the first page now says. It asks you if you're going to make a character entry or a content entry. I did look at that. Okay, at cool. That. I saw cool. that part. Yep. So if you go to character, then it's real simple, like name of the character and then kind of an explanation, um, you know, your insights about the character. Mm-hmm. And and then the, the content one, I just made a couple tweaks, but it's, it's pretty much the same. But there's one thing that I want to change from there. Okay. I want to remove the summary part. Ooh. Just because I feel that it's a again a, an unnecessary step for us. Yeah, it's more of doing. like a synopsis of what's happening when in the insights we're covering the important pieces of the synopsis anyway. And that summary or synopsis is somewhere else already written right. by the people who made the show. In so the I, things that we're linking to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I figure that once we actually make the entry, we can that's something to discuss too. Like do in the final entry, do we want to have a summary or do we want to or do we want to skip it? We could like we could skip it and just use the insights and then to cover what it is. Yeah. And then just make sure that we're linking to something else. I mean, half the time I'm either linking to something a book uh, like the actual like for the Lunar Chronicle stuff, I uh, those book entries I link to the author's actual page for each book. Gotcha. Um, okay. Individual episodes for like Once Upon a Time, I link to the wiki for that episode. So, gotcha. See, see, and that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking um, because that information, the actual summary or synopsis, is something that. Honestly, we're just going to copy it from either Basically. another wiki or, or we're going to tweak it, like copy the words and tweak it a little bit. And, yeah. Well, I don't I don't tweak them. I just I just <laughs> copy the synopsis. Right. Because, I mean, it's a summary yeah. and some of them are, are official, um, like from the publisher or from the network. So That's true. some of those, I think, I think that's enough. But and at I the same the time, summary makes it like it's one of those things where like, I don't want to do that part. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Every time I do that and I get to summary, I'm like, oh, now I gotta go and find a summary. The last couple of ones, I've just kind of <laughs> like off the top of my head been like, oh, the thing happens and they fight and the end. <laughs> but and then the insights we are giving, like, no, they were going the in important depth. the important part of the summary, like this thing happens and it can help be a, a like a talk a conversation starter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and we can be specific about the location. Okay. Yeah. 
So I guess we, we can revisit it once we see what the pages look like, because if it looks like there's no context whatsoever, then maybe, right? Yeah. Like maybe then we'll, we might want to put something. But I guess, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to copy that anyway. And if we copy, for example, if we just do like the official synopsis from the company, that's one right. thing. But if we do like a summary from another wiki, that will actually change over time on the wiki. On that yeah. wiki from wherever we got it from. So we may even have kind of a – we may have a different version. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that part out. But but I'm glad we brought it up because, yeah, as, as a step for us – and that's why that's not in the tool, like in the quick tool for, for listeners, you know, for anybody who wants to contribute. Right. Because I thought, no, I don't, want, I don't want any of that. I mean, they'll just stop. They won't finish. Well, and we get enough detail from whatever they say the entry is about to go and Google it if we've never read it or watched it or played it. Exactly, exactly. Not even from the insight because, the, again, the insight might be very specific. Yeah. But as long as they give us a, a name title. and a title, yeah, we're good. We're good. Okay, okay. Look at that. Progress. Okay. Making it easier. Now I'll actually make those entries. (laughs) (laughs) That was the obstacle. It was just too hard. Okay. Um, It's one less step. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then. Okay. So um, new new content. Is there anything that you've read lately that you want to, that you want to add? I know you've been, again, this is, you've been busy all weekend. Studying for a test has been <laughs> a lot of work. Your life Pride is weekend <laughs> in San Francisco has been a lot of work. Work has been a lot of work. Yeah. Life gets in the way. None of that goes into the library. What have you read no. or seen? <laughs> what have I read? Well, I know you're tired of hearing about Grey's Anatomy. so <laughs> I'm tired of you not uh, making entries for Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, but... It's I know, just, that's probably never going to happen. It's never, never. going to happen. I've no. watched too much in the last couple months. So I'm just going to, maybe if I rewatch episodes, but I don't feel like I have time to rewatch just about anything because there's so much good content of other things out there yeah. to rewatch things. And it has to be really special for me to rewatch it, like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. Which you still but, haven't made an entry for. Yes, I did. You did? Which yes. is the one you didn't make an entry for? There's one X-Men. You're X-Men. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. X-Men. And actually, honestly, <laughs> it's because I've forgotten and I hate the sound of my own voice, so I don't want to re-listen to the podcast oh. to figure out what we talked about. Um, but I'll do oh. it. I'll, I'll write the entry. I'll figure it out. I'll make someone listen to it for me. Take notes. I have people that work for me. You need to get over this <laughs> this this issue. It's horrible, I know. Um, it- <laughs> but I did read I, this week. I read uh, Dark Knight that you mentioned last week. The Paul and Dini I book. read the whole the Paul Dini book, and I haven't finished it. And you haven't finished <laughs> <Damn> it. it. <laughs> and I did. Okay. And it's awesome. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. You need it to finish reading it. There's a I, lot of – and we should talk about it once you're done. We should I, talk um, about it in depth. That it's was so my good. plan for this week and I completely forgot. I completely you suck. Forgot. <laughs> oh, I, started, I, started reading, I started reading Wonder Woman because of the other project and uh, I, I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. But uh, is is it is it kind of like what I said? Like, do you see the do you see parallels between something terrible? I do. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of growth there, and he uses um, characters he relates to. I mean, he he writes, he yeah. writes Batman. Yeah. So yeah. and during specifically during the time period in the book, so all these characters are running around in his head, guiding him different ways um, because yeah. he's inside their heads Yeah, because that's what he does. So yeah. it's really cool. But yeah, you should okay. finish it and we should talk okay, about it. Okay, we'll, then we'll like go in depth. depth. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if anybody's uh, uh, following along, I guess that gives them another week before we spoil it. <laughs> yeah, go out and Completely. buy it because it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And um, like I said, I'm I'm at the point... Actually, 
not true. I did when I talked to you last week. I was right at the beginning of the mugging. Like it was just okay. happening, and I did read later on. So I did read like ten or fifteen pages more after that. So I am I'm further along, but I didn't finish. No, you I didn't not, finish. It. No, <laughs> I read it in two nights. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, did you read anything else or watch anything else? Mm, no. Ah. Uh... More Orange is the New Black. I think that's another show I'm going to have a hard time with, like, Grey's Anatomy, because I binge watch it. But yeah. um, there's a couple of episodes recently that I, if I can remember what episode things happened in, I may do some entries. Um, there's, I don't know, there's a lot of themes about people going further than they thought they would and then becoming people that they didn't think they were and trying to get back to it. Um, oh, okay. okay. And get back to who they were. Um, like taking that one little step too far and things just slip down at, at a slippery slope and it's their lives become a mess. Obviously their lives are a mess and they're in, they're in prison. But um, Like Magneto yeah. and X-Men Apocalypse? Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> Write that entry already. <laughs> I, hey, that's the one thing I do remember, Magneto in X-Men Apocalypse. I know. Seriously, th th these episodes are for, are for our benefit. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> oh, but I hate the way I sound. It's okay. Uh, here's a tip. Um, use Make it go faster. Oh, that's so, a good idea. So make it go like 1.5 or, or even twice as fast. And, and then we'll, I'll just laugh at both of us the whole we'll time. We'll sound kind of weird. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus, you just want to review. Um, okay. So, so I've been, I've been watching. Actually, so first of all, uh, comic books. I have been reading Wonder Woman, and it's funny. I reread an issue that I. Reread, right? So I had already read it, but then I snapped a picture. Uh, I snapped a a certain you know picture of a certain part on a page, and then I looked through my photo library, and I had snapped the exact same picture <laughs> <laughs> about a month ago. <laughs> it's that good, that part. Um, and I didn't do the entry a month ago, but I I hope to do it now. Well, now it's like it's fate. It's yeah. destiny. Actually, actually, it's so good. Let me, now. Actually, it's so good. It's from uh, um, the 2012 run, right? So that's New Fifty Two. Let mm -hmm. me see the photo. I haven't, I haven't read any. Wait, yeah, it is. Yeah, I did. I read that. No, no, but this is after Azarello. so you. Oh, okay. The so stuff far. that I haven't read, I read yeah. Azarello. So let me see. Good radio. I'm looking. I'm looking it up mm -hmm. on um, on Google Photos. On Which, Google Photos. Yeah, because it syncs up my pictures from all my devices. Oh, maybe I didn't sync up my iPad. Well, it was twice on my <laughs> on my iPad photo library. Um, but it's oh, it's really really good. I take back everything, um, or or I'm I'm gonna go against everything you ever heard about the, after the Azarella run. It's been really good so far. So you have to make some decisions there. Anyway, Wonder Woman. Uh, I really am going to make some decisions. <laughs> I already made the decision. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know it's interesting because in 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 these issues, it's dealing with kind of the. So you read all of Azarello's, right? Yes. So remember, right at the end, when Donna Troy shows up. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? So after that, they're dealing with um, like Donna Troy is locked up on Olympus and. Wonder Woman has some very, very wise words for her, I think. Um, some very wise. helpful guidance. Yeah. Um, so in addition to that, I, I I think I mentioned, I don't think I mentioned it last week. I mentioned it to you off the show, but I read that the character of Silk in Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, she, she was going to, that she's currently seeing a therapist on her in her in her series and i started reading this series but i'm not up to that point yet but she's a really interesting character 
because the story is, right, um, retcons, the way they work, um, she was bit by the same exact spider as Peter. Oh, wow. But she was locked away for, I believe, 10 years. So after she was bit, um, somebody kidnapped her and put her away. And so she was living away from the world. She watched TV, so she she like she would see news coverage of of Peter and she knew what he was doing, but she was unable to leave that that place where she was locked up. And mm-hmm. she kind of grew up there. So she's dealing with living for the first time outside of of again that 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 place she was locked up in. So there's stuff that she's dealing with. Now I bring that up because I've been watching Unbreakable the Unbreakable Commission. <laughs> oh man! Now I am—I uh, had started watching it before I stopped. I was like, okay, it's okay. No, no, I love this show. This—I think this show—I love this show so much that I've been in like in a better mood <laughs> these last couple of days. Because <laughs> in the morning, um, I'll, I'll watch an episode before going to work, and I've laughed so much that it's kind of like I'm on this high. Um, and it's it's so good, but really, what she's dealing with that she was locked in a bunker for fifteen years. She lost her childhood. Now she's she's uh, in the world, and in trying she's, to she's be an adult. in Manhattan. Like. Yeah, not a, not <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. That's rough, and yeah yeah that's rough. <laughs> but but um, in the first season, they really don't deal with the fact that she. Like what is she dealing with? You know, after after having been locked up, it's more of a coming of age story, right? She's thirty years old now, but she she didn't live her teens, her early twenties, and now she's thirty and she's got to figure it out. And this season has touched on a lot of things, including she's seeing a therapist. She she's dealing with her emotions. She's admitted that she hasn't cried in fifteen years. Um, she is triggered and has um, she has she's showing PTSD symptoms. She has triggers and uh, and like um, reactions that are uh, like kind of unconscious. Mm-hmm. So she even there's even an episode where she she meets a soldier and he relates to her because he knows she's been through some stuff and she's missed a lot. And I don't know. There, there's a lot there. Also, I sent you the picture of discipline. Yeah. So there's a right there's this medicine that it's it's a joke on the show, but it's called discipline and it it treats kids' behavior. And I mean, it's a it's just a commentary. It's a joke on you know drugging kids for supposed behavior issues or ADHD, and then there's zombies. And I don't know, but yeah. I thought the episode was. I've only nice. watched maybe three or four episodes of the first season, and. There's a couple of mentions of, like, she's having a hard time. Like, obviously, she's really naive about the world because <laughs> she's never had to deal with things. But then there's, like, the... Yeah, and there's, like, there's the one little bit I remember. I can't remember exactly what somebody did, but somebody did something. She's like, that's not funny! Like, don't do that! <laughs> like, I think it was something someone did to her while she was in the bunker. Oh, Okay. There is, there is, that reminds me, there's a scene where she's at a spooky restaurant, right? And then she says, she has this comment where she, she says to another character, oh, I love this place. It's so funny what people who haven't been kidnapped think is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like all this creepy, weird, scary stuff and she's just laughing her ass off. <laughs> oh, I, I love that show. Um Man, I yeah, love that and I, there's but but same thing as you said before. Like I'm going through it so fast, and the the cues are there, right? There are so many things where I'm like, oh, like I want to write about this. I want to talk about this. I think this would be really helpful to some people. And you know, I I've had the like I'm building up my own library in my head, <laughs> <laughs> and I always have been, and I have been for years. So whenever I'm working with a client, it it's really easy for me to find something that I think they might relate to. Yeah. Also, for the past couple of years, I attracted uh, clients who, you know, some of them knew about geek therapy and knew what I was doing. So they would come to me for that reason. Mm-hmm. 
So it was a lot easier to, to find stuff. So I keep I feel like I keep building up this again a library, right? And it, but it's funny because people will say something or, or they're experiencing something, and it'll remind me of a show or a movie or a book or a comic book. And yeah. at that point, you know, like if the person doesn't like comic books, then you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna impose a comic book. But if but, there's a show or something, yeah, 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 like I might bring it up. I might ask, like, "Oh, have you ever seen this thing?" And and it's so funny because sometimes their their reaction is, oh, "Yes, like it's my favorite show," or "I love that scene," and mm-hmm. and you know they're thinking exactly what I'm thinking. And that's easier with things that are very popular, but but that's not always the case. That's that's what I'm getting at is that's why I like the fact that you know we're finally putting it somewhere so that. It's not just in my head, or or half of it is in my head and half of it is in your head. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. your half doesn't help me, my half doesn't help you. One, well, neither one of our halves help anybody else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, the opposite yeah. thing happens um, when I was at one of the meetings I have to go to um, once a month for the entire county uh, providing the behavioral services my work provides. Um Someone from another agency mentioned that she's watched, I don't know how many episodes or seasons of Vampire Diaries because her client loves Vampire Diaries and she yeah. hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she started, she anyway? started, she started getting into it because okay. it's one of those shows. If you watch enough, I haven't watched it, but I have watched other shows where if you watch enough, you get sucked into the story and you want to know what happens. Um, CW knows how to do that really well. Really well. Um, but she said that she was, she figured out what this kid, and I think it was a, like a, like a, like a preteen boy, um, who was watching it and she saw parallels to his life and why he might be interested in these characters. Um, and I don't know the details because she didn't divulge details, but the fact that she was willing to go that extra step and watch these shows for this kid that she's working with. And and learn about something that he really enjoys um, and then find the parallels and use that as a tool to kind of guide her work with him. And and understand him better. Right. Because <laughs> for, for – again, like the way this all started was like I, I'm, I'm guessing that this kid wants to talk about the show. Mm-hmm. And to be able to talk about a show that he's – you know, not clinically obsessed, but, you know, obsessed with um, not being able to talk to about that with the people who are closest to you is kind of hard. And it's an unrealistic expectation to expect everybody to, to do that. But your therapist is, you know, there's this trust that's being built. And if you're able to share that and then that person shows an interest. Right. That's, that's fantastic. Like that opens so many paths to to getting better oh i'm glad to hear that and then and i mean that's the same thing with anything like i'm a huge geek but i've worked with kids that aren't really into geeky stuff and they're super into sports and i do like sports i follow baseball not too much football but if they're really into football i will watch their team play a few games and figure out what hey I'm sorry your team lost this week. How do you feel about that? Like, you want, what do you think about what the ref said? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah and like, show, show me a highlight reel, you know? Exactly. Like, what was your favorite play in the game? You're just being open to that is, it's just so good. And, and the reason, the reason why every time I hear about something like that, it makes me very happy is because for every one time that that happens, I hear about 50 so times where it doesn't times happen. It doesn't happen. Exactly. First of all, it's the parents, it's teachers, and then even therapists. Well, that's that's what I was getting yeah. right. Therapists, counselors, social workers, like all these people in your life that are there to support you. They don't do it on purpose, but they they dismiss something that's really really important to you, something that really matters. Mm-hmm. Actually, so I went to the Games for Change conference. Um, a couple days ago. I wondered and, when you were going to bring this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to bring it up in the weirdest way. <laughs> of course you are, because why there, wouldn't there, you? 
<laughs> There's a panel that I didn't see, but I was going over the information um, today, and the the guy he belongs to uh, he he works at Carnegie Mellon, and for the entertainment technology something oh, I wasn't I wasn't going to talk about this. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think the guy's name is Drew. Anyway, the. They had a tagline where, or, or kind of in his bio, and he was talking about how how his group at the school, their mission is to make media that matters. And at first, I was really excited. I thought, man, I really need to talk to this person because um, I, I, I can imagine the stuff that he's working on is really great. And then it started bothering me. <laughs> and, and, and the reason is because I don't think that there is media that doesn't matter. I think that all media can matter. And you can try to deliberately make something that will matter to people. And there's no guarantee that it'll matter to anybody. But you can make something like Vampire Diaries, which may or may not be made exclusively to play out, you know, crazy teenage fantasies, Mm -hmm. right, by the writers. And there are still moments in there that people can relate to and can lead to progress in therapy in California. <laughs> it's this, yeah. You know? It's the same thing. I mean, people bash on Twilight, on the Twilight series, a lot, and the fans that it drew when it was super popular. But you like it because you like baseball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it because – and it was interesting. I – hadn't hadn't even heard of it and i worked at a summer camp and i was after lunch we had an hour of uh every day we're called siesta we go and have a siesta and um one of the things the kids could do is read and so one girl would read to another girl chapters from they were reading um the first twilight book and um i had heard it i like i would like in and out of sleep I was a counselor and so I couldn't really sleep, but in and out, I would kind of pay attention to, um, what they were reading. And I was like, Oh, that might, that sounds kind of interesting. I wonder what that is. And then later someone else gave me the book Good, I can't stop putting this. I can't stop reading this. I can't put it down. Um, and I don't know. I mean, people bash, bash it. People can hate on it all they want. Talk about how Bella is this, stupid weak character um but regardless sometimes people feel that way and they can relate to her or relate to another character in the story or read the book and be like i don't think she should have done that i don't think she should go and be a vampire she should live her life and it really bothers me that people are like oh just angsty teenagers the teenagers teenagers are are the ones that are relating to them yeah (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and the moms that got into yeah. it, yeah, I mean, they were once angsty teenagers, and yeah. they probably have angsty teenagers. <laughs> it helps get into the mindset of those kids. And there is, yeah, there is media that not everyone likes. Like, I don't know. It's the same thing with music. Like, I don't like country music. It's the one kind of thing that I don't listen to. Like, I like all kinds of music, but I don't like country. And But I recognize that there are so many people out there who like it, and that is what they're passionate about. And they cannot like what I like. But, you know, it's it's all, everyone's music. There's no bad music. Maybe there yeah. is, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but it, it, it could matter to somebody, right? Exactly. There, there's... And it has value to somebody, it, so it's important. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm glad I could get that little rant out. (laughs) Soapboxes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so so I won't really talk about uh, Games for Change today, maybe maybe in the future. But it was really good. Um, I guess we can almost wrap up. The last thing I had on my my notes uh, is who runs the world? Girls. Girls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just something you know. We we have you know wh- one of the things that we have in the library that we can kind of you know 
identify different content with is female role models. Mm-hmm. And but I've been thinking lately. Um, wow, the world we live in, <laughs> right? <laughs> where where Hillary Clinton is running for president, and maybe Elizabeth Warren is going to be vice president. What? Uh, right. Um, like to, r- running for you know a, a, an all female ticket, and then I was I was just playing before before we we started talking. I was playing uh, this game that I talked to you about earlier that I was that I bought on on PlayStation, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> that was on sale, and all the, all every single character in the game that I've seen so far is a girl, um, and Game of Thrones is becoming. Is just like every single, all of your favorite characters, all of the most powerful people on the show, all the most successful people on the show are girls. And like one of my favorite games last year was Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And we were playing Battleborn the other day. And girls. Our friend, <laughs> and, our, and our friend said, oh, yeah, like I think the best character is Galileo, which is a girl, you know? So mm-hmm. like, I don't know when we, when the, the tipping point happened, but it's, I'm feeling like, like it's, you know, we're like some, something is happening and it is fantastic. Like we have no lack of awesome f- uh, examples of, of female characters and, and, and real people <laughs> more but importantly. I wonder for, part of why yeah. that happens for us um, is if we're looking for it Um Maybe. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I wanted to bring it up to you. Yeah. Because I'm a boy. <laughs> yeah. You are a boy. Right? And I <laughs> and I do and I don't feel um I, I don't feel like, oh, well, you know, why are they doing this to the boys? That's no. that's it's just I'm looking around and and it happened and I feel like I didn't realize it. You know? Or again, like like you said, it may be it may just be confirmation bias. It could on be my com- part. It, it could be confirmation yeah. bias. Um and I'm pretty like Star Wars, Star yes, Wars, Ray Star Wars. And then how many people Ray. complained about Ray? Right, but not only Ray. Then Rogue One. Yes, the lead character mm-hmm. is also female. Um, I don't. I don't know if Disney's pushing this. Right. I mean, you know, there's other examples, right? Like Batman, Superman. Well, Wonder and, Woman wasn't and, in the title, you know, and, and things like that. Finally, Wonder Woman's getting a movie, and yeah, finally, but, Captain Marvel. Is gonna get a movie. I still want a uh, Black Widow note. movie. Side note: Who's your Who's your Who do you want cast as uh, Captain Marvel? Oh God. Um. You know, I haven't even thought about that. Okay, here's my pick. Okay, let me know what you think. Who's your pick? Charlize Theron. Oh, that's a perfect good choice. Right? Furiosa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh man. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> I don't know. I might I might want someone a little younger, but no, I think Charlize Theron would be good. Yeah, I think so, too. She was already okay. Mystique, though, wasn't she? The older Mystique. Mystique. No, 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 no. That's Rebecca Romaine That's Stamos. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. That's right. <laughs> I'm mixy. Very different. I'm mixing up my yeah. my good looking older white women. no but i know she's been in a lot of movies that i've liked um yeah again furiosa is like yeah come on come on okay all right well that okay that that we can we can get back on track anyway so this is again so so do you think uh, obviously it's not um it hasn't it's not 50 50 not at all but it's it's better than it was it's better right yeah, and um, I don't. I f- I feel like I I, I don't know. It, it just feels like it feels really good. I think again, like maybe at the workplace, it's not that much better. But I think I think media plays an important role in all of that, mm-hmm. and 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 again, not just like fictional media, but also real people who are out there, and. And killing it, and it's it's yeah. I don't know, it's incredible. I yeah. think I yeah. think there is some confirmation bias, but like I said, it's better than it was a year ago. Some of it is the comic shop I go to. Is there's a lot of women working in the shop? Um, mm-hmm. The guy who owns the shop, um, 
hires specifically hires um really good people like i just everyone that he that works for him is great um but he he does have a lot of uh lgbt and and female staff um and that's partly the neighborhoods his shops are in um but, but they also but know their comics right they know their comics and they don't and yeah. they don't just know like these are the good queer comics and these are the good yeah. female comics they know their comics um, but they definitely push their own um, titles that they like. And they're all, it's almost, I've n- any suggestions they make are amazing comics. Um, but I definitely get a lot of women-centered comics, LGBT-centered comics, um, people of color-centered comics, like very diverse comics. Um, and, you know, that's the same thing I look at say my Twitter feed and I follow a lot of things having to do with um, diversity in comics and, and video games and um, and television and movies. Um, so I do get a lot of that information coming at me. So I know I, I almost feel like I'm in a little bubble and I ignore the things outside of it. Um, but... What? It, the fact that there's so much stuff for me to talk about being in that bubble is huge. Yeah, and that's why that's why I feel like Star Wars is not in a bubble, right? Star Wars no. was is just culturally significant, right? Yes. Internationally. The fact that things and are outside of that there are things like Star Wars outside of the bubble that I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Means it's it's finally like the bubble's ready to burst and just yeah. there's going to be awesome female role models everywhere yeah again just like i i think what did it for me maybe maybe you're right like what what triggered that like me starting to look for it more is just the talk of having an all-female ticket on the democratic um, Mm -hmm. side of the election it's just i can't i can't believe that we're in a world where we're having that conversation right and that is a can you imagine it's more of a Wow, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that would that would like it, it, I could see it happening. Yeah, I could see it happening. And you know, so then I I, I look over here and maybe maybe a bubble, but but I think again, yeah, things are things are I way better. I think that companies are picking up on the fact that um, the the group of people buying from them is pretty diverse, um, and that they need to expand their fan yeah. their fan base a little bit. Um, I mean, I went to a PlayStation Experience last year, and there were a lot of women there. And I expected, and part of that is me being, having my own bias and experiences of who I've dealt with online playing games and who I've dealt with at previous conventions, um, that I was expected a lot of men. And there were obviously more men than women that I saw, but just like, there were girls there and a couple of them were girls that were just there with their boyfriends and they didn't really look interested in anything. But <laughs> the majority of girls there were ready to talk and there were a lot of professional women there. Um, yeah, no, that, that I've seen a, a, um, a lot of like just women working in the yeah. industry. But, you know, the, the Entertainment Software Association stats are pretty much 50-50 yeah. as far as who plays mm-hmm. games, right, um, between male and female. And so maybe that's not as reflected in certain things. And, and again, like there is maybe some sort of weird bias just because like PlayStation has I, – I, I think it has a very different reputation than Xbox I does. I don't right? play um, Xbox for a reason. <laughs> Yeah, right. So and and right for people who don't know the the Xbox seems to have a reputation of more, you know, like more bro shooters and just being more uh, uh what's the word? Like more volatile, right? It's just nastier on that side, more teenage boys that type of thing. And now the the irony, well the irony is that now with with the way that the hardware has shifted there's twice as many people. Like, there are twice as many PlayStations in the world than Xbox. So, I mean, all those people have to be on, are probably on PlayStation, right. <laughs> or at least a, a, a large number of them. So, but the type of games that tend to come out on one or the other, right? There's also 
some sort of bias there. I mean, it's not everybody, but they do have these reputations. So it would be really interesting to see an Xbox-specific conference versus a PlayStation-specific conference. Xbox doesn't have one now to compare it to, but I, w- I wonder what you would see if you went I wonder, to something I like wish, that. okay, so San Diego Comic-Con, they have the Xbox Lounge, right? Huge area yeah. with... You can test all the new games, all kinds of freebies. Um, and I know PlayStation usually has some kind of area, but I've never been there because it's so far off site. <laughs> oh, yeah, the trailer. Yeah, with it. yeah, yeah. yeah but if they year. had a comparable thing, I would want to see it would be interesting to see what demographics are pulled to to each one. Um, well, but I don't know if San Diego is such a great. No, it's um, not a. a no. representation yeah. because people people aren't going to go there for for the video games necessarily no but the lines are still pretty long <laughs> oh yeah yeah but i mean it's san diego comic-con people line up for everything yep yeah okay okay all right so i think that's yeah. it that's it for today i feel like we're making progress we're almost <laughs> almost pre-alpha that's what you keep saying yeah you like pre-alpha, pre-alpha. yeah 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 I think now it's just a matter. We got to make up a letter um, for pre-alpha because it's alpha and then beta. No, pre-alpha's fine. Okay, pre-alpha's okay. Fine. <laughs> I'm sure that's a term I've heard in uh, in one gaming, step down so. from disaster. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> one step down from glitching mess, <laughs> virtually unplayable. Yep. All right. So Amoso Cardona. I'm Laura Taylor. Okay. You got to listen to your old episodes. That's right. You got to you got to accept. I got to accept how silly you sound. Yeah. Just go with it, okay? Yeah, huh? You you're, <laughs> you've been sounding like this for a long time. Time to accept it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have to accept that other people hear how I sound. They do. They Every do. Day. Every day. Every day. day. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so yeah, then we'll we'll check back in next week. Bye, Laura. Sounds good. Bye, Josue.